in Rajagri at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with a great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called profound illumination. And at the same time, noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way. He saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form. Emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics. There is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, datu, up to no mind, datu, no mind, consciousness, datu, just datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death. No suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequal mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as true since there is no deception. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Te Yata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangati Bodhisoha. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and gandharvas rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. <laughs> Nezo 
Scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas, high, wrap the sky in your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready a shower of rain, the teachings deep and wide. Hmm. Jewel 
ตั้งอาจจะวัดตลาดรถวัดมาจิกระสุกลาดรถมาดูมาดูมาดูตาสัจจิสัจจิเจกุนเจมาดูอ่ะชูกุนตัวมาดูมาดูมาดูมาดู
Okay, Gochu. So we're on page 90 in the Tibetan text. Uh, so, uh, so once again, we are uh, going over the Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, this text is a commentary on Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment and begins with an outline of the content to come. Uh, so we first find the greatness of the teaching's author, which we've completed, then the greatness of the teaching itself, which we've co completed, then the great way to listen to and explain the instruction, uh, which we've completed. And then the fourth category is how to lead students in the actual instruction. So that's the section that we're in. Uh, and under that section, it begins with uh, um, uh, how to rely upon the teacher. Uh, that is the root of the path, uh, and then the next section <coughs> completed that section. And then the next is how, once having one relied upon the teacher, to engage in, in the practices. Um, so uh, we're in that section, and under that section, uh, let me just go, I can go through it all exact. So under that section of the stages of how uh, the stages after one has trained one's mind, uh, we find two categories. First is an exhortation to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity, and then the next is how to take full advantage of life of leisure and opportunity. And under the first section, the exhortation, uh, we find uh, the different categories of the identification of leisure and opportunity, uh, contemplating the great importance of leisure and opportunity and the difficulty uh, of attaining leisure and opportunity. So we've completed that. And then the next section has how to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity and when we get to that, we find two sections. Uh, uh, first is how to de develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path. Uh, and then the next is um, uh, the actual way to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. And under the section of uh, how to develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path, we're currently in that section. There's two categories. First category is how all scriptures are included within the teachings for uh, three types of persons, uh, which we've completed. And then the second is why students are led in stages using the trainings of the three types of persons. Um, so uh, in that, first we find how all scriptures are included uh, within the paths of three types of, uh, 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 um, of persons. Um, and then uh, uh, after that, we we find the actual reason uh, for for this. So that's the second category where we are. So I think I might have repeated myself. I apologize. So the first uh, section, uh, how all teachings are included, we've completed, and now we're in the why uh, students are led using the trainings of three types of persons. So when we begin that section, there are three points that are made. Uh, there's the point that's made by um, uh, the great master Arya Shura, uh, um, about the stages, and then there's the point made by Baba Vega uh, about the stages, uh, and then we have the point about what's the reason why one can't just begin at the uh, teachings for beings of great capacity. Uh, so we've completed those sections, uh, and now we're in the actual reason. It's why one guides through uh, one students through uh, st such stages, uh, and then the, there's the actual um, reason. Nipa 
So in this section uh, of the purpose of leading uh, students uh, by means of the past of the three types of person or the reasons, first we come up with the uh, um, importance of or purpose uh, where we find those three uh, points that are made. First, the, the point from uh, Arya Shura in the uh, spirit of enlightenment or, or the uh, Sramvita Bodhicitta Bhavana. Uh, cultivation of the conventional spirit of enlightenment, and then the Baba Vega's uh, heart of the middle way, uh, and then the uh, the reason why, or the the purpose for be going through the the teachings that are shared in common, and not just beginning with the the teachings for beings of great capacity. Uh, so now we have the actual reason. Uh, so first was the purpose of 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 them being taught in this manner, and now there's a reason specifically. Uh, that's uh, going uh, to be given, uh, why we have the teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity and that they're shared in common with beings of great capacity and then there's teachings for beings of great capacity, why that word common uh, is used. So here we have the actual reason. <laughs> Uh, so if we were to look at this section, we'd find 14 specific points that are going to be made, um, but we'll do it in a similar way if we, uh, to outlining it in that fashion. Like if we were to really uh, look at it with specificity, uh, we would find 14. The mind generation uh, is the only door, or bodhicitta, but literally Ramchi is saying mind generation, is the only door uh, into the Mahayana. Uh, so there is no other door into the Mahayana. Uh, so that means there is no other door into the causal perfection vehicle of the Mahayana or the resultant perfection vehicle of the Mahayana. The only door that enters uh, either of those among the Mahayana vehicle uh, is the mind that aspires to enlightenment or mind generation and later we'll f uh, later down uh, in the text we'll find those points uh, 
So when we're speaking of the door into the the great vehicle or the door into the Mahayana, when we find the prayer, the Jantrogi, the Longa, so when we're speaking of the entrance into the Mahayana or the door into the Mahayana, we find uh, in the uh, prayer of refuge in Bodhicitta, where it says, I take refuge until I'm enlightened in the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Uh, through the merit I create by practicing giving the other perfections, may I attain uh, Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings. At the head of that prayer, we find refuge, going for refuge to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. And then at the end of the prayer, we find the mind that aspires to enlightenment. May I attain Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings. So that mind that aspires to enlightenment is the entrance into the Mahayana as the uh, entrance into Buddhism is refuge. So within that, we find the entrance into Buddhism as well as the entrance into the Mahayana. Okay. 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 So uh, when we look at this term, great vehicle, mind generation, the qualifying factor, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, when we look at great vehicle, mind generation, if one has generated this within his or her continuum, then he or she has become a bodhisattva. There is no other way uh, to become a bodhisattva. It's only by generating this mind that aspires to enlightenment, this Mahayana mind generation. So if one has clairvoyance, this doesn't qualify one as a bodhisattva, or if one is a faux destroyer or has magical powers, uh, none of these things qualify him or her as a bodhisattva. The only thing that does is the mind that aspires to enlightenment, or Mahayana uh, mind um, uh, generation. Uh, so if one has generated this mind that aspires to enlightenment, or Mahayana mind generation in his or her continuum, uh, it could be any being in uh, any of the six realms of cyclic existence. If they've generated this, then they are considered bodhisattvas. So the qualification of a bodhisattva is the generation in, within his or her continuum of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, and there can be beings in all six realms uh, that are bodhisattvas if, if they've generated this mind. Just 
So what is the reason uh, for uh, these stages when we look at it relative to the mind that aspires to enlightenment? If we posit that the, uh, the door into the Mahayana, or what be makes one a Mahayanist, is the mind that aspires to enlightenment only, or Mahayana mind generation only. Uh, the reason that we uh, um, posit that these stages are necessary is that this generation, which is the only door into the Mahayana, relies upon the teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity and the teachings that are shared in common with beings of medium capacity. Uh, so this generation can't happen without these prior um, um, practices or capacities. And this is why uh, the word common uh, is used. So if we posit what is the reason we're saying common with small and medium, uh, the reason is is that these are necessary to enter the Mahayana because the mind that aspires to enlightenment is the door in and that needs these common practices to be generated. So, why is it necessary for there these to be? What is the reason for these stages? Um, and we can say the reason for the stages is because the only door into the Mahayana is the uh, Mahayana mind generation. Uh, so the only door into the Mahayana is this generation uh, which needs the teachings uh, shared in common with being <coughs> small uh, and medium uh, capacity in order to be generated. So in order to enter, one needs this mind generation and the mind generation needs the other common practices to gener be generated. <laughs> Jibusungalangre <laughs> So when we look at the reason for these stages of having to go through them, uh, we can start to break it down as far as uh, ca the, the ca causal relationship. So when we say that the only door uh, into the Mahayana is uh, the Mahayana mind generation, or the only thing that makes one a Mahayanist is Mahayana mind generation, then when we trace it back, we find that that w which is the cause of Mahayana mind generation is the extraordinary attitude, or haksam. Uh, and what causes the extraordinary attitude is great compassion. 
And what causes great compassion is the love through the force of attraction. And what causes the love through the force of attraction is uh, wishing to repay the kindness of our mothers. And what causes that is remembering our mother's kindness. And what causes that is remembering that all sentient beings are our mothers. And what causes that is equanimity. And what causes that equanimity are the teachings that are shared in common with beatings of medium capacity and the desire to definitely emerge from cyclic existence, the desire to, or renunciation, the desire to definitely get out. And what causes the desire to definitely emerge is first the desire to emerge from the lower realms of cyclic existence, the desire to definitely get out of the realms of cyclic existence. So we see how uh, the, all of these teachings are necessary and the reason why they are, uh, one is led through these in stages, so why, why it is in common with small and medium capacity, because the entrance into the Mahayana, the only one is Mahayana mind generation, and we see how uh, it has all of these uh, pr prior qualifications in order for it to be generated. What the Jibuzon de Lanji Rebuke on the Tibi Jusen shows and then Tiba Jimmy Sanji Kuna, Tijalan Jogu in Beja. The Jogu Yena, then the region when the courage in Tiborzana, Tijan Sanji Juri Jibala, and then Adisha Jula Dene, Juni Manga, Dujuguna Sanji. Papa Shola is no Latin and doesn't never give one Sanji with you. Also looking at this reason that uh, the Mahayana mind generation is the only door into the Mahayana and uh, it's necessary to have these stages that lead to this. Um, we can look at how Mahayana mind generation uh, occurs, and we find that there are two practices to, that allow us to generate that. First, the seven-point cause and effect instruction for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment, and secondly, the practice of equalizing and exchanging self with others. Uh, so these practices are the uh, causal practices for Mahayana mind generation, but they are caused and rely upon the prior practices, so we can see that they, it's necessary to have the desire to definitely emerge, the desire to definitely get out found in the teaching shared in common with beings of medium capacity as well as that uh, practice of the three highest higher trainings. Uh, and then when we, we look at the cause of that, we find the teaching shared in common with beings of small capacity and we find the idea of the desire to emerge from uh, the lower realms of cyclic existence and then the practices of going for refuge and, and engage ethics which uh, engages in the abandonment of the ten non-virtuous activities and then acknowledging our downfalls or confessing our downfalls. Uh, so we, we see how all of these practices are connected from the equalizing and exchanging self with others practice and the uh, um, uh, seven-point cause and effect for realizing bodhicitta to the desire to emerge with the three highest higher trainings and then the practices of the uh, um, refuge ethics of ten non abandoning ten non-virtues and acknowledging downfall. So we see how there's a progression uh, that leads up to these different realizations or practices. So now let's look at the text. We're on 133. 
So here it says the entrance to the Mahayana is solely the spirit of supreme enlightenment. So its only door into the Mahayana is Mahayana mind generation. Clairvoyance is not the door into the Mahayana. Miraculous powers are not the doors or door into the Mahayana. Only Mahayana mind generation or bodhicitta is the door into the Mahayana. It says once this is produced in your mind stream, uh, it is a Shanti Deva state. So uh, to produce it in one's mind stream, we find in Atisha's lamp those practices mentioned of equalizing and exchanging self with others and the seven point cause and effect for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And then prior to that, uh, we find all of the teachings that are shared in common with beings of medium capacity uh, and the teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity. So we find these uh, stages uh, in Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment. So how we enter that door, how one produces it in his or her mind stream uh, is by uh, doing those practices uh, um, mentioned in the lamp, uh, those two causal practices for generating Mahayana, uh, for having Mahayana mind generation, but the prior practices also mentioned in the lamp. What that then? Mm-hmm. 
So then uh, we find the quote uh, from Shanti Deva's engaging, uh, Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life or Engaging in the Bodhisattva Deeds, where it says, The moment helpless beings bound in the prison of cyclic existence develop the spirit of enlightenment. They are called the children of the Sugatas. So here, children of the Sugatas is referring to children of the ones thus gone, which is referring to uh, bodhisattvas. So when we see a child of the Buddhas, uh, this is always a, a name also uh, for bodhisattvas. Uh, so this is referring to a bodhisattva. And it's stating that no matter where the being is within the six realms of cyclic existence, uh, whether he or she is in a hell being or a rabbit, uh, for instance, if they develop within their continuum the mind that aspires to enlightenment, at that moment they become bodhisattvas. They become children of the ones thus gone, children of the conqueror. Um, so here, uh, this, is, uh, um, uh, this is just showing that what the basis for this mind generation is any continuum uh, of sentient beings in any of the realms. So the point is, is that uh, the basis uh, for this generation can be in any among the six realms of cyclic existence, a being in any, realm, any among the realms of cyclic existence. So uh, bodhisattvas can abide in all of them, the qualification that they've generated this mind that aspires to enlightenment. So here it says the moment they develop this, they become bodhisattvas. So that's the, the meaning uh, behind that. What 
so here again the moment helpless beings bound in the prison of cyclic existence develop the spirit of enlightenment they are called children of sugata so now Lama Tsongkhapa will uh, um, explain this thus these beings enter the Mahayana upon being named conquerors children or bodhisattvas if they ruin their spirit of enlightenment they expel themselves from the co company of Mahayana practitioners so here it's saying that uh, once these beings uh, generate, the, have a Mahayana mind generation, uh, they enter the door into the Mahayana uh, because bodhicitta is the door into the Mahayana and once they generate this mind they become bodhisattvas because this is the qualification of a bodhisattva is that he or she has generated the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Now if this bodhisattva uh, loses this uh, bodhicitta or uh, mind, Mahayana mind generation, then he or she is no longer a Mahayanist uh, and then becomes a lesser vehicle practitioner. So uh, if a bodhisattva loses this bodhicitta, then they become uh, lesser vehicle practitioners and are, are no longer Mahayanists. What about the law? So the only door into the Mahayana is Mahayana mind generation, and then we find the quote that supports that from the uh, um, guy of the Bodhisattva's way of life. So in the perfection of wisdom uh, teachings, uh, in the general meaning of perfection, 
uh, we find there are different categories. Uh, we find that the, the mind that aspires to enlightenment is divided into five points that are made. We find the uh, basis uh, for the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, the cause of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, the nature or definition of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, divisions of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, and the benefits of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And in the first section, when we find the uh, basis for the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, we find first the physical base, uh, and then the second is the mental base. Uh, so then we find these, that there are two categories of basis, and we find that all six realms of cyclic existence, uh, we find beings that uh, can generate this mind uh, that aspires um, to enlightenment. And then in the, the next section, we find cause, and we find general causes, uh, and then specific causes. Uh, so there's uh, uh, causes and conditions, general and specific, that are, are mentioned. And in that section, we find the uh, um, uh, equalizing and exchanging self with others practice uh, and the seven-point cause and effect uh, for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment. In the next section, we find the definition or uh, nature of Mahayana mind generation, uh, and it's de defined as a consciousness which is the entrance to the great vehicle arisen in association with a wish, which is its own aid that aims at the perfect enlightenment for the sake of, of others. So uh, aiming at the perfect enlightenment for the sake of others. So uh, this is how, uh, the de this is the definition of Mahayana mind generation. Uh, and then when we get into different divisions, there are many, many different divisions that are given. But if we want to uh, get some specific divisions, we can uh, say the uh, conventional bodhicitta, gunsun senche and uh, ultimate uh, bodhicitta. So these are the uh, <coughs> way that we can divide it. Uh, into uh, two types of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And then uh, the last section deals with the benefits of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So in the great, in the perfection vehicle teachings, and uh, in, in the general uh, meaning of perfection. Uh, so then um, going back to divisions, uh, when we have, uh, uh, so this is from the general, Pension uh, Sonandrapa's general meaning of perfection. When we look at the uh, um, divisions of conventional bodhicitta and ultimate bodhicitta, conventional bodhicitta is bodhicitta, is real mind that aspires to enlightenment. Whereas ultimate bodhicitta is the bodhicitta uh, coupled with the realization of, the, of emptiness. Um, of in in the mind of a superior being, so uh, the the uh, so this is not a true mind that aspires to enlightenment. It's not a real mind that aspires to enlightenment. It is named as such. So in the, the prayer, I take refuge until I am enlightened in the Buddhas, the Dharma, and the uh, Sangha through the merit I create by practicing giving the other perfections. May I attain Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings. That wish, may I attain Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings, is conventional uh, bodhicitta. What the 
so when we're looking at the definition, okay, hold on, the definition of the mind that aspires to enlightenment in the Abhisama Alamkara, it states that it is the mind that looks towards the benefit of others, or the mind generation that thinks of others' benefit. So this is how the Mahayana mind generation is defined in the ornament my, uh, ornament for clear realization. But then when we look at uh, the um, ornament for the Mahayana Sutras, we find the definition that is uh, a consciousness which is the entrance to the great, great vehicle uh, arisen in association with a wish, wish, which is its own aid that aims at the perfect enlightenment uh, for the sake uh, of others. So we find uh, a little bit of a, 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 a difference in, uh, in the um, <coughs> definition. Um, of the, the Mahayana mind generation, uh, whether it's in the uh, um, general, I'm sorry, the uh, ornament for clear realization um, or the um, uh, ma uh, ornament for the Mahayana sutras. So the, it's defined as the desire for perfect and uh, complete enlightenment for the benefit of others. So that's how it's defined in the ornament for clear realization. Well, that then, so and if we were to divide conventional uh, uh, mind generation we would divide it into two uh, aspiring mind generation or aspiring bodhicitta uh, and engaged uh, bodhicitta. Aspiring bodhicitta is the ma the mind generation uh, which has not has no vow. Um, so just the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment or mind generation. Uh, so that's aspiring mind generation. And engaged mind generation is once the bodhisattva vow has been taken, uh, then it becomes engaged uh, mind generation or engaged bodhicitta. So this is the two, the difference between the two. Sanjay, 
Okay, okay, so there are, we can divide uh, the uh, mind that aspires to enlightenment into three uh, different kinds. Also, we can divide it into uh, uh, bodhicitta that is like a king, bodhicitta that is like an oarsman, and bodhicitta that is like a herder. Um, so these are three different types of uh, bodhicitta. Bodhicitta um, uh, that is like a king uh, is the type of bodhicitta that says, I will first become a Buddha for the uh, sake of all sentient beings, uh, and then I will be able to, after I become a Buddha, lead all sentient beings to the state of enlightenment. So this is the bodhicitta that is like a king, or Jopodapitsenche. Um, uh, the bodhicitta that is like an oarsman says that I will, with all sentient beings, simultaneously go together to the state of enlightenment. So I will, together with all sentient beings, like we're all in a boat, go to the state of enlightenment. So this is the bodhicitta that's like an oarsman. And the last is the bodhicitta that's like a herdsman, or as Rinpoche says, a cowboy. Um, this is the bodhicitta that says, I will lead the sentient beings to Buddhahood, uh, and then once they have all become Buddhas, then I myself will uh, become enlightened. Uh, so this is the bodhicitta that's like a herdsman or a cowboy. So these are the three, the Dundampi Senche. Okay, so then when uh, we find the range uh, of this Mahayana mind generation, and then there are four divisions within the, the range, and this is all from Penchen Sun Andrapa's General Meaning and Perfection. Luckily, I translated this a while, many years ago, so we have this material. Um, so we, we have the range. Uh, the first is the mind generation of enlightenment through belief that occurs on the path of accumulation and the path of preparation. Uh, so this is the mind generation in the first path of accumulation and the path of preparation. 
The second is the mind generation, uh, the pure, unusual attitude that it occurs on the seven impure grounds. Uh, so these seven impure bodhisattva grounds, the mind generation that occurs there. The third is the completely ripened mind generation that occurs on the three pure grounds. So the three pur pure bodhisattva grounds, the eighth, ninth, and tenth bodhisattva ground. Uh, and then the mind generation uh, which uh, has abandoned obstructions at the level of Buddhahood. Uh, so this is the fourth. Uh, so uh, this, the all the uh, thing obstructions have been abandoned. So this is the uh, our misdeeds have been abandoned at the level of Buddhahood. So this is the fourth uh, type of of mind generation. So these are the four four levels. So the first is the path of accumulation and path of preparation. The second is the seven pure grounds. The third is the three pure grounds, and the fourth is the abandonment of uh, misdeeds at the state of Buddhahood. さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ、さ
then it becomes a Mahayana virtue and becomes much more intense and much more powerful than a virtue of, say, a lesser vehicle practitioner engaging in these behaviors. If it's coupled with this mind that aspires to enlightenment, then the virtue becomes Mahayana, so it still is the entrance into the Mahayana virtue because the mind that aspires to enlightenment at all these levels uh, is a virtuous Mahayana virtue. Um, so therefore, Penchen Son Andrapa says, uh, because it enters the Mahayana, uh, our actions are, are, are Mahayana actions because they're under the influence of this bodhicitta. Uh, and at each of these levels uh, um, where the mind that aspires to enlightenment is heightened, this virtue is heightened and the, the uh, uh, Mahayana is heightened. So it says at each of these levels, it's become stronger and more intense and more, you know, one is entering uh, into more and more powerful uh, levels, or if you will. That's cool. And then the last yeah. section, uh, um, uh, the benefits, uh, the fifth section, there are many, many benefits that are given to the Mahayana mind generation. Uh, it's the only thing I left out. Just remember, Shay said there's many, many benefits. What that Okay. Uh, so now we're in the section on the uh, reason uh, for uh, the, the stages of uh, small, medium, and uh, great capacity. So the reason for these stages. Um, and then in the uh, first section under the actual reason, we're going to find 14 points as we go. Uh, and the first point is that the only door into the Mahayana uh, is the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And then a doubt uh, could arise uh, when you hear that statement and, and say, at the point of the path of accumulation, one enters the door into the Mahayana and is in the Mahayana at the path of preparation, the path of seeing, uh, path of meditation, uh, and the path of no more learning. Uh, so these mind generations at these levels are not doors uh, into the Mahayana. It's just that initial generation at the path of accumulation. Uh, and that is uh, negated by the idea that any virtue that is under the influence of the mind that aspires to enlightenment is, di is directed at the excellent qualities uh, of the Mahayana virtue, or, or uh, of the Mahayana. So any virtue that one engages in under the influence of bodhicitta becomes a Mahayana virtue, becomes a great virtue, and it, this bodhicitta becomes the entrance into those excellent qualities. The, the, is the entrance un, into those excellent qualities because this virtue 
is under this influence, so then the virtue enters into the excellent qualities. So if we look at the virtue entering into excellent qualities uh, because of it being under the influence of this mind that aspires to enlightenment, we can say that it's always the entrance into the Mahayana because the virtue enters the Mahayana by way of being under the influence of the bodhicitta. ジュセンカルスナティメビジュレシャンジュセンヨマです。ジュセンメザクジュジュエテトクマテバチミエテレゴマです。ジュセンジュエナンテバチミエテレゴマです。ジュセンジュエナンテバチミエテレゴマです。
being named uh, conqueror's children or bodhisattvas, uh, if they ruin their spirit of enlightenment, they expel themselves from the company of the Mahayana practitioners. So if they lose this mind that is generate Mahayana mind generation, uh, then they are no longer uh, bodhisattvas and uh, fall uh, to the Hinayana. <laughs> ที่เจอยู่ในบ้านนาเจสอันนี้ชาวจุเซมบาเจียนเดบายเยบายนาเทบาเชมบาเจียนเดบายเยบายนาอันนี้กันเลยเจกุลสนาอันนี้ดูเ
effort, uh, one should think about the benefits um, <coughs> of uh, this <coughs> to enlightenment. So here, this section is uh, uh, speaking of the benefits and, and how if one wishes to enter this path, uh, there's a lot of effort that's going to be involved and one should meditate on the benefits because this will inspire him or her to uh, uh, make effort. What did Kasuvarata Tijan Sanguja so the second point that's being made here is if one wishes to enter the Mahayana, there's a lot of difficulty and effort that must be made, and that one should think of the benefits of it uh, um, in order to do so. And one also, in order to uh, develop this mind that aspires to enlightenment, it's necessary to have the collections of exalted wisdom, the collections of merit. It's necessary to go for refuge. Uh, we find in the compendium of Shantideva's <coughs> compendium of trainings and the Bodhicara, the Tara, the guide to the Bodhisattva's way of life, uh, many ways to develop it. And it speaks of uh, the, uh, having to have this basis of going for refuge to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, engaging in the seven limb prayer of uh, making prostrations, uh, making offerings, uh, confessing, uh, rejoicing. Uh, requ uh, requesting the turning of the wheel of Dharma, entreating or begging uh, beings to not go to nirvana, uh, and uh, de uh, dedication. So these seven uh, limb prayers are necessary uh, to, um, uh, along one's course to generate <coughs> to enlightenment. So there's a lot of effort and difficulty and instructions on generating this mind, uh, and one should think of its benefits in order to inspire one's effort. Dixon. ちょっと。で、な、てじえとじゅばんでばなじです。先生ばんでじゅんでしゅ。やだとびしゃちゅんです。先生ばんでじゅんでしゅ。やだとび。先生たちがとんと。先生とばでびわ。てじえ先生。
就就马上呢,就就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马上就马
so just uh, knowing and meditating upon the benefits and knowing that it's beneficial will not allow you to generate this mind. It's necessary to engage in practices or method. Uh, so in the Compendium of Trainings and Guide to the Bodhisattva, there are many uh, um, instructions on how to develop this mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, so one has to accumulate, uh, have collections or the accumulations. Uh, one must accompany that with a solid refuge, going for refuge, uh, <coughs> and then uh, engaging in the seven-limb prayer of uh, um, prostration, making offerings, confessing, rejoicing, requesting, entreating. <coughs> uh, so all of these things uh, um, uh, become necessary uh, stages uh, towards uh, engaging in the practice Okay. Okay. So in the uh, seven <coughs> prayer, the seven branch offering, we find three different types of branches. We find uh, limbs or branches of uh, confession, limbs or branches of uh, um, accumulate uh, uh, of accumulation, and limbs or uh, um, uh, branches of 
increase or virtuous increase. Um, so first, when we look at the, the limb or branches of confession or acknowledgement of downfalls, that's specifically referring to the limb of confession. Uh, the limb of um, uh, um, uh, increase or virtuous increase uh, refers to the limb of dedication uh, and uh, rejoicing. So this is increasing, a uh, limb of increase. Uh, and then the limb of accumulation, we find prostration, offering, also rejoicing in that as well. It's shared in both of those, uh, requesting uh, and entreating. Um, uh, so these are the... Uh, <coughs> Soksaba. Just we don't know why you go up to you. Then the Larich Mugu do you allow you bakatu to see the what new you are is. Okay, and so the de, de so definitely we're just going over which ones are combined. There's some that are combined in both categories. So it's definite that the confession is confession and that the increase is dedication and rejoicing. Uh, and then the other four limbs of offering uh of uh uh, um, uh, prostration, offering, requesting, and entreating uh, would be in the collection. Uh, and then there's just where he and I were discussing whether or not the uh, rejoicing uh, and dedication were uh, also in the uh, um, collection. Later on in the <coughs> treaties, Rinpoche said, we'll find all of these uh, in this information. What that just we don't so the rejoicing or, or the re finding joy in the, what good of uh, what oneself and others have done uh, is a limb of increase because uh, it increases one's virtue uh, by rejoicing in these uh, or finding joy or rejoicing in these deeds. Uh, so uh, this is um, yeah, this is a, a, the in, how it increases uh, virtue. <coughs> ガワチュジュマメナイトンコアチェバイナカルサテマルベスファジグトソモロチェタジャツチュノチュティタルジャツマカンバトテメジテジシャンチュヨンルガワヤンシャンチュバトバトテメジエグザンポマルベアうんペ
So just as uh, a drop of water into the ocean isn't extinguished until the entire ocean is extinguished, a virtue, <coughs> even a small virtue that is dedicated towards one and one's enlightenment, uh, will become a cause for that enlightenment and not disintegrate until the enlightenment uh, is achieved. Uh, so this is why dedication uh, is considered a, a limb of increase. It's because of the because of this. Decent. <laughs> So the, the uh, limb of confession uh, uh, refers to an actual confession or acknowledgement of one's downfalls. Uh, and for instance, we can engage in the prayer of the four opponent powers uh, in order to uh, acknowledge one's downfalls uh, properly. And it's been stated by the Buddha um, that uh, um, any type of negativity, including the five uh, irreversible actions or five heinous crimes, uh, can be purified. So uh, for, it's for this reason uh, that it's um, considered the uh, conf uh, confession is important, the limb of confession is important because of the purification. <laughs> And then the accumulating limbs refer to prostration, uh, um, offering, uh, requesting, uh, and entreating. Uh, so we find um, uh, these limbs, uh, these three categories that the seven branches of worship or the seven limbs uh, fall under. Mm. So when we look at the seven limbs, we find four limbs of accumulation, three, uh, two limbs of uh, increase, and uh, one limb of confession. What <laughs> 
So the motivation is very important. The motivation becomes like the driver of the car. If one has the motivation uh, to be free from the lower realms of cyclic existence, then this becomes a pro when one is making a prostration, then this pr prostration becomes uh, um, a, 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 that which is a cause for the um, uh, abandonment of the lower realms. If one makes a prostration to achieve the state of liberation, one's motivation is to achieve liberation, then this prostration becomes a, a, a cause for the achievement of liberation. And if one makes a prostration with the desire to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings, then this becomes a uh, great vehicle or a Mahayanist uh, um, prostration. Uh, so it becomes a cause for Buddhahood. So the motivation uh, behind the action uh, is what cause. Uh, the, um, uh, so this refuge that's being spoken of is uh, um, necessarily a Mahayana refuge, a, a going for refuge to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Uh, for the sake of uh, becoming a Buddha, for the sake of sentient beings. So when it speaks of that um, uh, um, uh, refuge, it's a necessarily a, a great vehicle refuge. So if one's thinking of all sentient beings when one is going for refuge, then this becomes a great vehicle refuge. What so it says if you condense the benefits spoke excuse me spoken of in this way they are twofold temporary and final uh, so here, um, when we're speaking of benefits, temporary benefits would be referring to uh, rebirth into the higher realms of cyclic existence, and final benefits would be speaking of uh, the two, liberation or uh, complete Buddhahood. So final liberation, complete Buddhahood, temporary, higher realm rebirth. <laughs> Tattoo <laughs> 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 
Dundul Chigris Tombola, Nandro Matuatas, Nandro Matuata, Dunduchua need this, Dunduji Penny or is An Sanju Saint Gumbayena, Sanju Saint Jill Jasuna, and Nazul Karchin Machigmaris, Lavayena, Jusetti Mare, Saint Jibana, Tijan Saint Julius Jasuna, Nandu Jo. Nasu Shinmajajabana Kun <laughs> If you condense the benefits spoken of in this way, they are twofold, temporary and final. This first is again twofold. First, not falling into the miserable realms, uh, so this is the first part of it. And then the second part is uh, um, being born in the happy realms or the higher realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so that is, once you have developed this spirit of enlightenment, you clear away many previously accumulated causes for miserable rebirths. So once this m generation has taken place, this bodhicitta has arisen in one's continuum, it's so powerful that it gets rid of previously accumulated karmas that would give rise to the experience of rebirth into the lower realm. So this is the first thing. And then the second thing is that you end the continuous accumulation of them in the future. So once this has been generated, one won't engage in activities again that will cause one to uh, have a, a lower realm rebirth again <coughs> in the future. So these are the, the signs in uh, Buddhist uh, signs and reasons, or signs that uh, reasons, signs for why one will not be born into the miserable realms again and achieve re a higher realm rebirth. It says you also vastly increase your previously accumulated uh, causes of happy rebirth since they are imbued with this spirit. Uh, furthermore, because you are motivated by the spirit, that the causes that you create anew will be inexhaustible. Relying upon this spirit of enlightenment will easily achieve the final aims, uh, liberation, and omniscience. Um, uh, so here, 
uh, it's saying that once one uh, um, uh, has this mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, it, it's so powerful it gets rid of the previously accumulated karma that would allow the experience of the lower realms to take place and then uh, uh, is, allows one to have higher realm rebirth as a result of that. So here it's uh, showing at the first level the benefit of uh, this, and this is categorically under the temporary uh, happiness um, uh, the higher realm rebirth, and then it it refers then at the end here to the the final aims. So the temporary aims of being free of the lower realms and born in the higher realms. These are the, the reasons, two reasons given. Mm-hmm. ตาตุตาตุตาตุกิตนเตสตาตุกิตนตาบะตันทันจิจัมบะนาจันสตาบะตันจิจัมบะนาจันเซนตะละเตนชาจุเซนตะละเตนเดลาตุนรูเดลา
Yes, Coleman. Does, does it change like your attitude? Like, can in one life you be like, um, like a cowboy, and then the next life be like a king? Like, uh, Okay, so it's possible that it can change. Uh, would one, for instance, Chen Rezig has the bodhicitta that's like a herdsman uh, or a sheep or a cowboy uh, because uh, he says, I will lead all sentient beings to the state of enlightenment uh, and then uh, I will become enlightened. So this is uh, the bodhicitta that's like a herdsman. Um, but bodhisattvas have uh, different ways of thinking uh, and from life to life they might uh, change their type of, of thinking towards the mind that aspires to enlightenment. All, of the among those three types of bodhicitta, it's possible that the, it can change. Oh, yeah, I think I saw them with Korate Jasina So, we'll again, go through all of these things, uh, and then as we go through them more and more, their understandings uh, of them will become clearer and clearer as we go through these different uh, uh, this information. Yeah, we'll do. Okay, so we'll do the concluding prayers. Thank you everyone for coming. Two chan rimshe. Shit is so bodu. Oh, the computer didn't do it. Now it'll go, the teaching will go everywhere with in the computer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure land. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of Hiro Manjushri and likewise Samantavadra as well. Whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara attends in Yatso. May you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensu Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, 
spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rinpoche, Guti Shapi Denonam.